Hello and welcome. You are listening to part seven of the Boundary Series. I am Kristen Brown and this is the Sweet Empowerment Podcast. Today I want to talk to you guys about consistency and non-negotiables. Both of these are super important in setting and maintaining healthy boundaries. Some of this content you might find with each part is a little overlapping and that's why I broke this down into module after module after module or uh, seven different parts so far is because there's questions that arise as we are trying to really learn and navigate our way through setting and maintaining healthy boundaries. So I'm really hoping that I'm addressing all those little aspects that come up for you guys. Recently, we got a new pup. We rescued a pup. He is what we call here in Arizona a reservation dog. He came from a Native American reservation that is in Tuba City, Arizona. And what res dogs mean to us is they're dogs that basically don't have any one home. They just wander and they mate with whatever dogs they come across. So this is truly a mutt. Now he's being called an Aussie Shepherd mix. So and he does have a little an Aussie sort of look to him. But I'm noticing as I'm tending to this little guy that this is really my first, I want to say first dog because my last dog was my first dog. His name was Robbie and he was my best baby ever. He was so easy. He trained easy. He pottied easy. He had zero issues with cats. I mean, this guy, my first boy was like not even having a dog. So now I feel like I'm really getting the dog experience because... This guy's a little bit bigger. He's got, at 10 weeks, he's already the size that my Robbie grew to full grown. And he's requiring a lot, a lot of consistency. And when I was on my walk this morning, I thought to myself, wow, you know, this is really parallel to boundary setting because it's important that we are very consistent and that we know what our non-negotiables are with our training of our pups as well as dealing with our people. And I want to disclaim you guys, no, people are not dogs and dogs are not people and it's different, yes. And like I tell you guys, I know you're super intelligent and if you're listening to this podcast, it is because you have gotten to a certain level where you can hear and understand what I am saying. So no, I am not comparing dogs to people. What I'm doing is talking about consistent behavior and non-negotiables. Now, my pup, our pup, it's not just mine, it's our family's pup, is a biter. Oh my goodness. I've, you know, we've had dogs in our family before, but they were when I was little, so I didn't raise them. And like I said, my little Robbie was perfect. <laughs> poor, poor Robbie. He just, he was so perfect. And I've never really dealt with this biting situation before. I'm like, what is this? I've been around little puppies and I know they not and stuff, but this guy, really, he is a puppy biter. I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm mostly a cat person, y'all. But I've decided that, okay, well, we're going to get through this because he's a great dog. He's got a sweet personality and he's funny and he's happy all the time and he learns so quickly. So I know we can get through this, but I've been watching a lot of videos and I've been trying to teach myself. And what I've learned is that you've got to be really stinking consistent. So 
Let's talk about consistency for a minute. Consistency, I looked up the definition. I don't really love the definition. So I just looked up synonyms. And really what it means is uniformity. Doing the same thing over and over and over again. It means stability. Even keel. It means regularity, which means a pattern. When we are consistent, it is a smooth sailing type atmosphere because everybody knows what to expect and everybody knows what will happen if this thing does not occur. So let's talk about what non-negotiables are. Non-negotiables in the business world are things that cannot be changed. Now, in the personal world, it's the same. It's these particular behaviors are non-negotiable for me. With the dog, biting is non-negotiable for me. Now, that doesn't mean that other people might enjoy a dog that they could get rough with and, you know, they don't mind that rah, rah, biting situation. They put their hand, their mouth on your arm or whatever. Well, that hurts me. This is puppy teeth. That hurts. I'm a woman. I'm sensitive. My little, my daughter who's 13 is very physically sensitive. So it hurts her. You know, we're, we're getting little blood marks and scabs from him. This is absolutely non-negotiable for me. Well, the same thing is true with people snipping, snapping, or yelling at me or taking nasty tones with me. I don't do that with people. Now, in parenting, I've had to get firm with people, with my children, and I've had to get firm with my pup and things like that. But this random nasty tone, snippy snap for no reason because they've got something going on inside themselves, that's one of my non-negotiables. So the same with the dog. When he bites, I am to say, ouch, and walk away from him. Because he has to see that he does not get attention if he exhibits that particular behavior with me. Now, there's a difference between dealing with a 10-week-old pup and dealing with a human being. But this is where I want to talk about the consistency in it. Now, if somebody yells at me or snaps at me or takes some nasty tone with me for just really no apparent reason, I just do not deserve this, that I'm going to say to that person, hey... You know, please, please adjust your tone with me. I'm willing to listen to you, but it's really hard for me to listen to you when you're talking to me in such a tone. And that gives that person an opportunity to change up what they're doing. And we've talked about this before in the other parts that sometimes it doesn't, it's not one and done. And I might have to say it again, just like with the pup, it's not one and done. So I have to say it again with the person and say, hey, but I also have to be willing to have a consistent action to follow that up. So if the person is, you know, still snipping, snapping at me, I could say, you know what? I'm not going to have this conversation right now. I am more than willing to listen to you. I love you. And I do want to hear what you have to say, but I will not listen to you speaking to me in that tone of voice. Then I remove myself. Just like with the pup biting me, I have to remove myself. I have to do the same with someone who is speaking disrespectfully to me. I have to walk away. Now, the pup may chase after me because he's not used to that yet. He's not used to the new rules, and I would have to do it again, repeat the thing again. The same is true with our humans. We might, our person might come after us still trying to have the conversation or chase us down or however it looks. 
in what whatever scenario you got going on, they may tr still try to do it. And the same thing is state the situation again and remove yourself. Now, here's another interesting thing. I absolutely love Caesar Milan. That guy is a channel for spirit. He is the dog whisperer, as you guys know. He gets it. He has studied dog nature. Plus, he uses his intuition and instinct and energy when dealing with dogs. And I think that's why I'm just so in love with that guy is because he's, he's dialed this in. Well, the same thing is true with us. When we are dealing with our dogs, we have to be mindful of our energy. My pup tends to stop what he's doing sooner with me than he does with other family members because I don't put up with it. I state the thing. I say, ouch, and walk away. Sometimes if he's too rowdy, I'll lay him down on his side until he sighs and I know that he's given in and then he just walks away. And I'm willing to be consistent with these behaviors, whereas other family members haven't yet developed that. And I'm getting a better reaction from him than they are. He's chewing on something right now. I hope this isn't too distracting for you guys. I actually need to stop this particular chewing. Hold on one sec. I'm not sure where I left off. I just got distracted right there. I will continue by saying that the consistency with the pup has paid off. The same thing is true with the consistency with our people or anybody that we have to set a boundary with. When we are consistent in that boundary, they will learn faster and we can have peace much quicker than if we're all over the map. Those of you who have raised children know about the consistency piece. When we are super consistent with our kids, we get a well-behaved child. When we're wishy-washy and some days this behavior is okay and some days this behavior is not okay, we're giving an unclear message to our child and they tend to kind of run all over the place. The same is true with training a pup. The same is true with setting boundaries with people that we love. When we are consistent with them, they know. And the way to be consistent is to really know what our non-negotiables are. And then being willing to follow through with those boundaries, whatever they might look like for you. Now, I'm the first to tell you, was I a super consistent parent when I was raising my two oldest children? I was pretty, I was pretty good because I, I really understood the concept. But could I be all the time? No. I was a single mom for a good majority of that time. And... I was tired. I was working full time. I was a hairstylist. And part of that time, I owned my own business. I was tired. But I really did my best to be consistent. I was really careful with when, with when I let things go because I knew it'd come back and bite me. Now, I wasn't 100%. And I'm sure you guys, well, you may be. I don't want to even put that on you. But I'm just saying, if you're not 100%, I get it and give yourself grace for it. But it'll come back around for you where they'll get bit by the dog again and or somebody does something that is one of my non-negotiables again and I go, okay, you know, I've, I've let this person or this pup get away with that and look, it's happening again. And I'm going to have to reset that again. The good news is, is that when we're consistent, just like the pup wants to please us, our people love us. 
And they do, they don't want to treat us badly. They're not running around going, I want to treat you badly. But a lot of times they don't know they're hurting us. They don't know what's happening. Same thing with the pup. He's just having a grand old time gnawing on us. He thinks this is great jumping up and, and, and snapping at our chins. You know, he's, he's, this is great. His tail's wagging. He's having a great time. Same thing as our people. Our people are really not setting out unless there's some sort of psychopath or sociopath. But our people love us and they do want to please us. And if we're consistent with that, that connection to us and that love for us will break that pattern. But it is up to us to be consistent with our non-negotiables. And one last thing is if you haven't yet made a list of your non-negotiables, it's time to sit down and do that. In my book, I call it the unacceptable treatment guideline. And what that means is certain things that I will not put up with and that there's certain things that you will not put up with and you know that that is your line. If you don't have that line yet, perhaps you need to get some coaching around that. A lot of people are are even unaware that they can have that line. And I understand that. Or there have been people pleasers for so long, they don't even know how to have a line. They're just really out of touch with who they are. And you can contact me for personal coaching if this is touching you in some way. You can find me on my website at sweetempowerment.com. And I believe it's the work with me tab. And you could fill out the fields and hit send and it will send me an email and I will be in touch with you. If you are aware of your non-negotiables, write it down. Write them down. Make a list. It doesn't have to be long, you guys. To be honest, to be truly true to ourselves there's really not those that many things that we need to be at peace in our relationships that are true limits about the way we are being treated with respect and honor some people might think you know oh my partner left the door open they keep leaving the door open that's so disrespectful to me that's really not what i'm talking about i'm talking about direct treatment of you the dog biting me is a direct treatment of me. A person, a family member, a loved one, a friend snapping or yelling at me. That is directly happening to me. So just be mindful. Again, I offer my coaching services to you if you need help in this area. Boundaries are tricky. And that's why I'm really going so wholeheartedly in to making this boundary series for you guys because I really want you to get it. I really want you to understand this and I want you to reclaim your personal power so that you can start enjoying more peaceful and connected relationships. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.